Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Influence Street. Today we have Siren C on the line with us, and she's one of my partners over at Influence Tree. Uh, her expertise is within the uh, ad side and media buying, and today what we're going to be discussing is a lot about spirituality and how it really applies to going out and building your personal brand and getting in touch with a lot of those higher vibrations that kind of allow you to go out there and be more of exactly who you are and be more in tune with who you are so that your message kind of gets out there. Um, Sharon, do you want to take a moment to kind of introduce yourself so people kind of get to know exactly who it is that you are? Yeah, of course. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Sharon. I am a partner of Leonard, like you just mentioned, on Influence Tree. And I mainly work in digital advertising these days and I have a background in design. But yeah, my main focus is now on performance marketing. Cool. So when you kind of think about your like move into like the spiritual journey, I know you kind of came from a background where you were quite preserved, grew up as a tomboy, didn't really know how to dress or anything, and kind of was in like a few different like relationships where it just kind of went sour and things just weren't really working out in your favor. What kind of like moved you into the world of spirituality? Yeah, I just, I mean, like, I don't know. I just see this. I mean, majority of our population, you know, I was exactly like this prior to my, you know, I'll call it awakening, but prior to that, I was just asleep in terms of, I just wasn't aware. I didn't have a higher level of thinking, you know, I was just on a low level of consciousness. Um, you know, I would just get myself stuck in really bad situations, you know, really negative situations, hanging out with negative people, um, just not really knowing you know, like thinking beyond the box, right? Just completely isolated into what society taught me, like what your parents teach you, what schools teach you. Um, you know, just not really having like a mind of my own to really search my own inner truth. And yeah, so I would say like prior to this shift in my consciousness, I was asleep, you know, even though like I am awake, like, you know, day to day I'm out and about, but consciously I was asleep. So we can dive more into that. So I think a lot of people, when we really think about anyone who's living an everyday life, we kind of surround ourselves with a group of people. And then just with natural human behavior, a lot more people kind of gravitate towards the negative as opposed to the positive. Um, do you think that was what it was like for you and your friends? Or what do you think that kind of was like? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so during my, like, you know, my sleep you know, during that period, it's basically like, I didn't know how that power is actually within me. I think once I actually went through my transformation, you go through a lot and you start seeing that the power is actually within yourself, right? You have full control over the reality that you create, right? You have full control in actual, actually transforming the environment around you instead of thinking that external circumstances, your external environment is the dictator of your life. So it became completely opposite. And once you realize that 
the, like, you are your actual inner, you know, you can control your inner mind, thoughts, whatever, your own inner world, that's what creates your outer reality. And that's how I manifested, you know, things beyond that I would have ever thought that I would ever have, you know. So I people call it the law of attraction. You know, there's a lot of ways to describe, like, you know, um, like the, the amount, the type of energy that you put out into the world and what it attracts. So all of that is very real. There's obviously, you know, it goes beyond just the law of attraction, thinking positive thoughts. So there's a lot of layers to it. So I've just been studying and digging into this, you know, into the spiritual realm and just realizing a lot of things that go beyond our, you know, what society, what our physical reality, you know, that we've always been programmed to believe in. So a lot of people would go, okay, that kind of makes sense, but then a lot, not a lot of people will see the stark reality of kind of the differences when one person's on one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. Can you kind of describe what your life was like before you kind of uh, embarked on this spiritual journey? Yeah, of course. Previous to this, it was what, you know, everything was happening to me, right? Everything was like the world was happening to me instead of me happening to the world. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like everything in my environment would trigger me, right? I had absolutely so, no control of my thoughts. I had no control over my mind, right? Everything was just, why is this happening to me? And if something bad happens, I would just dwell into it, feel sorry for myself, go down this really bad, you know, negative path, which just keeps attracting, obviously, negative things. And you realize that, Right. It's a law, law of attraction in terms of energy and vibration and what you put out into the universe. So it was kind of as if you were living as a victim in your own life. And for every cause that kind right. of happened in life, you kind of ended up having a reactionary type of event where it's like, why me? Why me? Why me? Instead of, uh, <laughs> yes. And, and that kind of like yes, compounded exactly. a lot, right? It's a victim mentality. Yeah, because whatever you focus on expands. This is another thing I really realize. You know, once you really start digging into, like, vibration, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but, you know, there's something called quantum physics that, you know, I'm not, a, a, like, an expert about, but I have been, like, reading into it. But, but even Nikola Tesla, like, the famous scientist, he said, like, if you really want to understand the universe, you have to understand how energy, vibration, and frequency works, right? Yeah. Um, but I didn't know any of this. I just wasn't aware. Like, I think the first step to a spiritual awakening is awareness, awareness of yourself, right? Having those inner reflections. A lot of people don't have inner reflections. They live day to day, right? Without taking accountability for their own life, without taking responsibility, without reflecting, you know, on their own emotions, their own inner world. Everything is like, why is this happening to you? Everything is like, you know, triggered by their outer environment and they blame everything else but themselves. I think the minute you start taking accountability for your own life, for your own emotions, for your own thoughts, you change everything because you are, you are the power. You start realizing you are the creator of your own universe. You are the creator. So and it's kind of cool how you can go out there and become the term. creator of your own universe and being able to go out there and completely reshape things. So when we kind of take a life, like, look at your life, like, before, can you, like, name some of the incidents where it was like, why me, why me, what's going on, why, why is this happening to me? Oh, of course, yeah. I think everybody, I, okay, so I, from what I've heard of, like, 
before we're born, we're just a void. Like, we don't exist. We're just, like, emptiness, right? And that's where the secret starts, that emptiness. So we're that emptiness. But the minute we start becoming, like, a form of our mother, in our, in our mother's stomach, right, we're already picking up. So going back to energy, right, we're already picking up her emotional triggers. We're already picking up her energy. So even before we're actually born, um, we're already... So we're already starting to pick up on emotional patterns from our, our mother's energy, right, from her environment. So it's very, very important, yeah, to understand how, like, this is how we subconsciously start developing all of our emotional patterns that obviously start affecting us into, right now, our adulthood, right? Yeah, so we kind of pick up the patterns all the way from birth and throughout childhood. So what are some of the patterns that you kind of picked up during birth and d- during childhood? Right. Um, I mean, I don't know what my mom was going through. Hopefully she was a happy, you know, happy, optimistic person when I was in her womb. But um, childhood-wise, like, obviously, if you're parents, if you were in an adverse environment, if, you know, all stressed out, the complete mindset, and it's hard to make, you know, we're not abundant, we're poor, right, very frugal. Um, I've definitely picked up some of those behaviors even until this day. So I've been like, you know, the last few years just reprogram- reprogramming my mind. Um, but yeah, so all of those behaviors, all of that super negative, super negative belief pattern. Uh, basically, you know, it becomes an emotional pattern and then it becomes a habit and that comes from repetition. So every single day just going through all of those negative, you know, negative environment, negative thoughts, negative you know, mentalities, like, you pick up on that, you know, so you as a person subconsciously, like, it's deep down in your subconscious mind, right? It's like, our, our subconscious mind governs 90% of what we actually do. 10% is actually, like, our thinking mind, I guess, you know, that, that makes us do actions, but all of the actions that we take are actually governed by our subconscious mind that we can't really see what's going on, right? But it's back there. So what you're kind of saying is because your parents talked about money in a negative way, kind of had a scarcity type of mentality and things like that, what it kind of happened is um, growing up and through adulthood because that was the environment yeah. and that was the energy and that was the type of vibrations that were kind of around. It's kind of what you adapted yeah. throughout your life. Yeah, I mean, that was all I knew. So, you know, growing up, when I interact with people, the way I thought about, you know, everything about myself, my my own beliefs, you know, outlook on my on myself, um, subconsciously, yeah, it was all very influenced by a lot of negative thinking, a lot of negative thoughts. And I don't blame my parents because, you know, that was the way that they grew up, right? So, yeah. but the way to get out of it is to, you know, take accountability, like I said, for yourself and, you know, start healing and start making yourself a better person. Um, but yeah, so I was just not aware, just always, you know, didn't know how to actually, how would you say, um, raise my vibration because I didn't even know what vibration or energy at that time is and none of this stuff. My reality at that time was, this is what I grew up right with. This is what I have been taught. This is what my parents have taught me belief wise. And this is the way things are. And this is, you know, this is the way things are. <laughs> <laughs> so I never thought, yeah, I never thought I was going to watch. It's like, this is how it is. This is my life. Oh crap. <laughs> 
So basically, what kind of happened is they (laughs) kind of painted a box, and then that box became your reality. And then there was no other types of realities that you could potentially foresee because that was the image of life as you saw it. Yes, because that's all you know, right? Like, how do you know something else if you don't expand your knowledge to other stuff, right? You don't open up your mind to other stuff. Like, if that's all you know, then, yeah, you're going to be in a very boxed-in mindset. Um, So, exactly. So, when you kind of think about that old way of living... What what did that kind of do um, growing up, like, through your different careers, your different relationships, and just your life in general? Right. So, it really, really affected me. I think on a subconscious level, I was very insecure. You know, I had a lot of negative limited, limited talk. I think this is an issue that a lot of people face, is that inner self-talk, which is so, so important, because... The words that you tell yourself, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and not real, right? So you're telling yourself that you're stupid, you're fat, you know, and all this negative stuff. Your subconscious mind is, like, believing in that, right? So that is going to be the reality that you are going to push out to, you know, your world, like, if you actually believe that. So the main thing is to just tell yourself, like, I am... You know, I am affirmations. It just takes a lot of work, like repetition, to actually start reprogramming yourself to believe, right, that you are actually great. You are um, amazing to actually, and then you will actually start seeing this manifest with whatever you, you know, put out, whatever you, like, I guess, focus on, you know, gets pushed out to the universe. I see. So, basically, a lot of what you were doing was talking to yourself into a negative way, like saying, oh, I'm not good enough, I don't look good enough, I weigh too much. And all these negative beliefs just began to kind of compound and formulate the reality that you were in. And it took some alternative uh, perspectives to really go out there and change all of that. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like people treat you how you treat yourself, right? This is another thing that I didn't realize. Um, but if you have a lot of self-limiting belief, you're going to be cutting out that energy of lack, right? And especially if you focus on lack. Like before, I was always like, I don't have this. I want this. I don't have money. Like, I feel worthless. You know, I want money because I don't have enough. Like, that's just such a lack mindset. So I realized instead of being in the lack mindset, what you do is you tell yourself you're already enough. You accept yourself where you are and just be grateful. And, you know, once you do that and you're grateful, you are in a mindset and a vibration of abundance, right? And when you're in a vibration of abundance, that's when you start attracting higher level, right? Higher vibrational events in your life. Cool. So even if you so- don't have it, you have to make yourself subconsciously believe and feel that emotion, that you already have it. <laughs> so it's so basically going of, out there and of, kind of, yeah. mm-hmm. kind of like um, reformatting basically the hard drive that's kind of in your brain and taking yeah. one belief process and repeating another entire process until it starts to be completely different. And then that's when you're able to really go out there and make a shift in your life. Oh, of course, because... Your inner world creates your outer reality, you know? The only way to change your outer reality is by changing your old way of thinking. Because if you keep thinking the same thoughts, the same beliefs, right? How are you ever going to get out of that routine? 
the only way to yeah. get out of that is to completely shift it. Cool. So we'll get more then, into yeah. exactly how to shift uh, the reality. <laughs> okay. We'll hop off onto a commercial break real fast. If people want to find you, where can they find you online, Saren? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Saren, which is C-E dot R-Y-N. Cool. And you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Tune in to The Bottom Line with host Yaku Boyens. This program is set to transform your life. From human trafficking to entertainment to family and life itself, our guests run the gamut among the topics, and Yaku is here to lend his expertise and commentary to get to the bottom line. That way, you make change the most positive that it could possibly be. The Bottom Line with Yakub Oyens. Listen live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. We've been talking to Saren C. a lot about her spiritual journey and what it could do and how it kind of impacted her life in the past and kind of limited a lot of the options where she could go out there and do many of the things that she's been able to do now. And through those limiting beliefs, they've kind of held her back a lot, especially uh, growing up because she had to go out there and kind of recondition everything. Uh, we mentioned reconditioning a little bit, Sarian. Uh, when you kind of look at your life now, what, what are some of the practices that you really do to recondition yourself so you could kind of be at a higher level or kind of in an awakened state? Right. Um, so number one thing, I think it just came with a lot of self-awareness, just being aware of all of my, I guess, my inner, you know, demons, 
all the things I haven't healed from, um, being very, very aware of my thoughts and my emotions and just, right, just really controlling uh, the types of thoughts that I allow into my mind. Um, and then another thing that was huge for me was this gratitude, you know, just being present, just being completely appreciative of everything I have. I think once you're in a state of gratitude, that is a very, very high, you know, vibration to be in. And then once you're in a state of gratitude, you're just neutral. You're not unhappy. You're not, you know, you're not sad. You're not like super excited, but you're just, you're just where you are. Right. Yeah. Um, So, so gratitude really does have a compounding effect and kind of sets days off in the right way. But you kind of mentioned a little bit earlier that um, you kind of had to go out there and face your inner demons. Uh, what kind of demons do a lot of people have that they really need to face? Because it's kind kind of like a, a ambiguous term. Some people think that demons could go out there and attack them. Other people think that demons might just be like life events of the past that kind of happen. Um, other people might think it's like Satan and like Lucifer and all this other stuff. So it can kind of get kind of ambiguous because there's just so many different perspectives on what a demon is. What, what would you kind of define as a demon? I think demons are created within your own mind. I know some people obviously have mental health problems, right, where they can't control it, but for the average person... You have no excuses. You are able to completely have 100% control of your mind, right? So, you know, everything is perspective. Like, you can have one person here, one person here. One person looks at the world. They open their eyes. You know, they think of the world as hell. Another person opens their eyes to the same world. But because of, like, the inner story and their own, you know, inner beliefs, they see the world as heaven, right? So everything is perspective. Everything comes from your within. So if so you have demons inside of you, you have to rewire that thinking, you know? Nobody's forcing you to think like that. You're doing it to yourself. So when, when you kind of go out there and you rewire your thinking, you mentioned a little bit about gratitude, and you also mentioned some self-talk. Like, how do you actually go out there and rewire things? Like, what's the process that you kind of went through to really make that happen? Controlling your thoughts, just being very mindful, very present, very mindful, not dwelling in the past, not dwelling in the future, right? Because those are just illusions. None of those exist anymore. All you have right now is the present moment. So once you realize that, you are in a state of gratitude. It's just like, this is all I have, right? And then, um, can you repeat that question again? Well, it's basically (laughs) going out there and getting into... How you really go out there to um, challenge those demons to kind of reprogram your mind. And I guess you mentioned a little bit about it by like staying in the present and kind of repeating a lot of different things. But I I mean, a lot of people would find it quite Mm -hmm. difficult to go out there and let's say they're 30, 40, 50 years old. They got all this life experience that kind of combined and it kind of shaped them into who they are. And some people say that you can't really teach an old dog new tricks. So, exactly. <laughs> so this is what yes, exactly. See, prior to this, I didn't want to change this. I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. My ego was in the way, right? I was like, this is how things are. Like this is the way I am. People need to accept me the way I am. I'm right, even though I wasn't happy. But then you realize, like, once you actually go through something 
like, I think a lot of people need to go through something very, very traumatic, maybe in your life death experience to really wake up. Right. Um, for me, I mean, I spoke about this on your, on the show, I think about two years ago, but for me, something like that did happen. It woke me up. It was like a train hit me, you know, like to really force you to wake up. You can't not wake up from an incident. Like that's like a near death experience. So, so yeah, you, going back to what you say, people have to want to change. Like, you cannot force somebody to change. You have to accept people. You know, everybody's on their own journey in life and level of consciousness. You know, everything is a learning experience. So, what I realized is that you can't force anybody to change, but you can be there as a guiding light and just inspire others, right? Yeah. So, do you really think it requires so many people to have that life um that life-threatening or life-endangering situation to really go out there and change? Or have you seen some people actually change without going through something like that? No, but usually it's it's something that happens to you, right, that, that triggers it. Like, for some people, yeah, it could be that life-altering, you know. Some people, it could be a move. Um, but I think it, it needs to be something very profound for you to really wake up to, like, like what that there's things beyond what we think exist. Like for me, it took a lot for me to realize there's things that we really don't understand. Right. And that we probably will never understand. But what I realized is we don't need to understand it. You know, we have to understand ourselves. That's how you find so, the truth. So being in those types of situations, what it kind of does is it makes that thinking of uh, why me and kind of flips it inwards where you're doing more discovery about who you are. Yeah, because I think for me, I started going down this path of realizing that there's something beyond us and then realizing that there is a force, right, that I was completely ignorant of. So what happened was I started digging and I started working on all of these energy practices, meditation, right, just really just trying to, I guess, get to that force energy, like find that truth. Not the truth about the world, but the truth for myself, like what is going on, you know, like there's something beyond me that I really want to understand because it saved my life. So I yeah. wanted to get closer to that power. Yeah. So, whether it's God, whether it's energy, whether, yeah, divine order, I don't know. <laughs> so, so when we kind of think about like energy and you say that there was a force that kind of saved your life, like. How, how does that kind of occur? Like, um, were you like a religious or a spiritual person growing up or? No, I was never religious, never spiritual, just completely fact-based, never really thought outside of myself. Like what I've grown up with, what I see is how things are, right? Just never really, really was curious. I, you know, it's not even that I wasn't curious. I was just unaware, like completely ignorant to anything else beyond what I knew or even just being open-minded to searching for what is out there, um, which I see in a lot of people nowadays. Um, but, yeah. Do, do you think it's kind of the culture and the shape of the world that we're in nowadays, being like a science and technological-based um, culture, that a lot of people don't yes. really um, look at the energies and things like that? Or Yes, I think it's society. We live in a world where... You know, it's, everything is based on content, you know, that's being, you know, driven into our minds through the television, through the radio, through music, um, you know, through school. Like, everything that we put into our minds 
is programming us. So I'm very, very careful about the content that goes into my into my mind these days. I don't even watch TV. <laughs> I stay away from it <laughs> completely. Right? Do you, do you, very, yeah, very do you think about what's going to, yeah. Yeah, do you think like a lot of the things that go on on TV and in TV shows and like on the news and things like that, that's kind of set to program us into being a certain type of way? Oh, of course, of course. Like if you're listening to content that's talking about like violence, you know, or drugs or just negative stuff. Like you're subconsciously absorbing all of that and your brain doesn't know what's real or what's not real, right? So it's all in your head and that's going to subconsciously like affect the way that you make decisions in life, affect the way that you think. And at the same time, I do believe that society, I don't know if, you seen the movie The Matrix. I actually just watched it recently. It's, it, I don't know why it took me this long, but I think there's a lot of truth in that. Like society is a matrix. We're living in a programmed world, right? Where the average person is completely like programmed to be like a drone, you know, based on whatever they hear and not their own inner experience and truth, but based on what other people tell them other things programming them. But once you understand your own inner inner self, you understand yourself, you don't really get triggered by anything like that anymore. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so you kind of walked through a few things to really go out there and figure out who you are from like the self-talk and the gratitude. Now, I, I know a lot of people have tried like different things, like write down like five things that you're grateful for every morning. But then at times yes. it kind of becomes a <laughs> chore for a lot of people and they don't really go out there and actually do it in the right way. What's, what's some things it's that you've chore. done to really mm-hmm. go out there to truly feel gratitude? I meditate. I meditate every day. That's how I keep myself grounded. That's how you rewire, you know, your brain as a muscle. That's how you exercise your brain to be more mindful and to be more in control. Because before meditation, my head was all over the place, you know, it was jumping all over the place. I had absolutely no control. No wonder I had no control over my life. But once you are in control of your own thoughts and emotions, you are in control of your own life. Yeah, I could see that. So that's and... one thing I did. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people might just, like, brush off meditation going, oh, that's not really that helpful, or I don't really know how to go out there and relax my mind. What, 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 what have you kind of seen as the results of, like, meditation? Um, for me, right off the bat, I just had so much more clarity. I just started piecing together, like, the way that I talked, you know, everything. Things just became a lot more clear about my life. Um, I was a lot more in control of my thoughts. Like I, it was way easier to stay in the present moment and not wander off, you know, because before I used to sit in my room and just feel sorry for myself, thinking about all the stuff that happened to me in the past, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Or worrying about the future, like, oh, my God, like, what is going to happen? I'm so nervous right now. It's just full of anxiety. But now I'm just at so much peace, right? Um, I'm just completely just in the present moment, just experiencing this world like as is and it's amazing (laughs) yeah so when you kind of feel that peace and that sense of like fulfillment within yourself like does that kind of shift your reality so that you're able to kind of focus on doing um things that kind of propel you up in life or what does that kind of do 
Oh, of course. Um, the minute you start shifting the way that you think about the outer world, things start coming to you, right? Um, for me, it's, I realize that things, you know, will happen to me if it's meant to be. Like, I stop forcing things. I stop having expectations. I just realize to just, you know, just be at peace. Like, what are my intentions? What are my ultimate intentions? It's not fame. It's not money, right? Ultimately, what do you want? I think people really need to understand and reflect on these questions. Like, what is it exactly that you want, right? Fulfillment, happiness. Um, but really think about it because a lot of people think that external things like money or love or, you know, a nice car or trip to Europe will buy them that fulfillment, but you will never, ever find that fulfillment from an external, um, event. You can only find that fulfillment when you are already fulfilled. So going back to your question, if I answered it, (laughs) Yeah, so so you kind of mentioned things like external things are what people go after, like that uh, trip to Europe or that money and things like that. Uh, are you saying that like trips to Europe aren't fulfilling to people, or um, is it just that they have to find a deeper sense of purpose, or what? What do you think it really is? It is I mean, it's definitely fulfilling. Like getting a car, a new car is fulfilling in the time being, but it's short term, right? If you yeah. want long term fulfillment, you really need to understand like what it is exactly within yourself you have to be fulfilled and you have to love yourself from within first so i know there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of negative self-talk who don't really know how to um who don't really love themselves or anything like that and I think you kind of grew up in a similar fashion. What what really helped you find yeah. out how to go out there to love yourself? I think realizing that, you know, if I want to attract good things in my life, I need to be that. I need to be at that vibration, right? If I want to attract love, I have to be at the love vibration. If I want to attract wealth, I got to be in the abundance vibration, right? So yeah. for me, it's like, yeah. Like, I have to love myself in order to find love, right? Because if I don't love myself, how am I going to love somebody else? <laughs> yeah, I could see that. But and uh, when you kind of yeah. talk about, like, going out there and being at that, um, like, for example, you have to be love yourself to go out there and attract love. But a lot of people know know how to kind of, like, love someone else. But, like, what do you kind of do to really go and love yourself? By loving yourself is accepting yourself, prioritizing yourself, putting yourself on the pedestal, right? But not looking down on others. But basically, self-respect, taking care of yourself, taking care of your mental health, exercising, you know, eating high vibrational foods, eating good foods, exercising, anything that will help your soul and spirit. Cool. So it's basically just kind of Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself at a higher level and it's doing more than the everyday normal brushing your teeth and taking a shower. (laughs) <laughs> no, no. It's stuff that actually really nurtures your spirit, right? It's actually the self-talk that you tell yourself instead of, I'm, I suck at this or no. It's like the minute I start doing that, see, nowadays I'm really aware. Once the negative self-talk starts kicking in, I'm like, why am I thinking this? Like, I don't like punish myself for it, right? Because I love myself. I forgive myself. It's like, 
there's nothing wrong with it, but just be aware of it and just shift it, right? Shift your attention elsewhere. Like, the minute I started thinking, oh, shit, I just feel, or sorry, I, I swore, but, you know, I, I failed at this, or I suck at this, I suck at singing, I'm like, no, I don't, you know, and I'm like, why do I think like that? It's just really a lot of reflection. It's like, no, you're actually amazing, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of flipping that conversation inward where you're asking yourself yes. about certain things and kind of determining, yes. oh, wait. I'm not really you as bad as I thought I was. You have full control of your narrative. Yes. You have full cool. control of your narrative. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, it's about time for another <laughs> commercial break. Uh, where can people find you online, Saren? Um, it is Instagram at ee.rym. Cool. And you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Saren C. We've been discussing a lot of things to really go out there to reformat exactly how it is that you're thinking so you could be at a higher vibrational state. 
and kind of reach that level of spirituality. I know a few times throughout this entire episode, um, Siren, you mentioned the topic of vibrations. What exactly are those? Vibrations? Hmm? Vibrations? Yes. What? I don't know anything that vibrates when you... Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but from what I understand, it's like a force field that we can't feel, right? But we can feel people's energy, right? You can feel it when somebody's not saying anything, but you can feel it when they're angry. You can feel it when somebody's sad. Like, you know, you can feel other people's vibes. Like, that's the energy I'm talking about. But once you really start digging into it, you start realizing, like, this whole universe, everything has a frequency and vibration to it. You know, like everything has energy to it. Like what so exactly is our physical world? Our physical, yeah. Like what is so, this physical world, right? That's the question we're always asking. So you kind of see Amber. Amber spilled her coffee on the way over to work. She got into some road rage into uh, on the way to the office and she just gets there. And you take one look at her, and you know to stay away. So that's kind of like a vibration. Well, yeah, you can feel it, right? You can feel, like, that energy. You know how if you walk into, like, a haunted house? You can just feel that energy. So that's, that's a good way to understand it. Um, but I'm still, like, you know, really trying to dig into, like, exactly how these, like, actually work. But from what I've discovered is energy just attracts energy the easy way to explain it. So you want so, to be very mindful of your own inner thermostat of vibration. Yeah. So on the other end of the spectrum, if you're kind of practicing gratitude, you're really being in tune with yourself, you're sending off a higher type of vibration that attracts others. Is that kind of how it works? Not attract others, but it will attract similar people vibrating on that vibration as well, right? Because if you're on a really low vibration, if you're always angry, you're toxic, you're negative, you're complaining, you are going to attract people just like that. Like, think about it. Am I right? Because I used to attract people just like that in my life too. Um, but in terms of like the types of vibrations, high vibration, gratitude, love, joy, peace, right? All the good vibrations are those emotions. Okay. So emotions are basically, um, how would you say? Feelings, emotion. So emotions are basically like frequencies in motion, energy in motion. Because your so, emotions have energy to them. So they are frequencies and energy in motion. So any energy that, emotion that you're feeling, there's emotion to that. You're basically sending out that frequency. So basically, if we look at life as like energy and each person kind of as energy, when we're kind of having a bad day, what we're doing is we're sending out energy at a low vibration or like a low frequency. But then when we're having a good day, we're kind of at a high vibration and a high level of energy. You're having a good day, but exactly. Like, what are you actually feeling, though? Right? What are you actually believing? Because you can be, like, positive, but, deep, you know, acting, pretending to be all positive. If deep down inside you're hurting, you're still sending out a frequency of, like, low, you know, low vibration. So, so you actually have to really train yourself to actually feel this high vibration every single day until it becomes a habit. And then, you, you know, if you do it for 21 days straight, people always say if you do something for 21 days straight, that's when you kind of start reconditioning yourself. You got to do it so, every day. Uh, 
So let's say you go out there and you do high vibrational activities for 21 days straight and you kind of turn it into a pattern and you're able to kind of live in this way where you kind of maximize the level of uh, vibrations that you're at and and you're transmitting on like this higher level of vibration and everything. How how exactly does that like attract other people who are at the same vibration as you? See, it's something that we can't see. It's a feeling, right? Because like, let's say, okay, see, I I I think I'm a fairly positive person now. If I were to go and somebody's just like all slumped down, all negative, complaining, that's gonna push me away. But when I was, you know, back then in that same um, mentality, right? That would attract me because I'm like, oh, wow, we understand each other. But nowadays, I'm like, I know to protect my energy field. So anybody who's going to drain my energy, right, I'm going to move away. So I think, yeah, it's your level of awareness. It's going to attract people on the same level of uh, consciousness and awareness. So it's basically um, taking that energy, and then once you get it to a higher level, uh, taking measures to protect that energy. Oh, yeah. Because once you are, are aware and you want to protect your vibra- your energy, you will start separating yourself away from people that hold you back from that, right? So that's what they say. Like, you are the average of the people that you hang out with. So it's very important who you surround yourself with because... Number one, you're going to start being conditioned to be like them, right? And also, number two, their energy is going to affect you. Because if somebody's always whining, complaining, full of drama, toxic, you know, you've had that before. You talk to them on the phone, and after you're done talking to them, you feel so drained. Yeah, that's true. But but a lot of people, <laughs> like, they'll have a friend for, like, let's say 10 entire years, and that might even be, like, one of their best friends. What if they're the type of person yeah. who's, like, negative and going out there and draining energy? Like, how do you take that person who's been such a sincere and dire friend in your life and just kind of cut them out? Because isn't that kind of, like, wrong? No, you don't cut people out that you actually care about, right? So people that you actually love and care about, like, you are there for them. But I always say, but care, but from a distance, right? Because ultimately, you still want to grow, you know, yourself and make yourself a better person. So if somebody is not adding value to you and actually holding you back, but you love them, you care about them, like, be there for them, but do it from a distance, right? So, like, I, I always say you're not obligated right to change somebody's life like that's their own responsibility but you can be the guiding light and you can be there for them so it doesn't mean going out there there's only so much that you can do for others though there's only so much that you can do you know yeah so so i know a lot of people they kind of misperceive that statement and they're like okay i gotta go cut out all my friends and they're kind of left with no one but you're saying that you should keep them in your life no if your friend is a bad influence you got to really think about it yes put yourself first really think about it is this person actually adding value to your life if not be selfish you know you're not obligated to surround yourself with um people that are just toxic like, if you're in an abusive relationship, you know, if your friend is abusive, your boyfriend's abusive, you're not obligated to be in that relationship, even though you love them. Mm. But they're so, too dry. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when you kind of talk about, like, these lower and higher vibrations, does that actually do something internally in your body? Yes, of course. It starts changing your genetic DNA. So... 
like <laughs> your thoughts. Yeah, like um, how would I how would I talk about this? So if you're at a higher vibration, it actually formulates actual change in your physical physiology. Well, obviously, if you start doing things that's better for your mentality, right? Better for your soul and spirit. Like, yes, of course, you're going to start exercising. You're going to start eating better food because you start loving yourself. You're going to start doing things that's right and the lines yeah. of love. And you're going to start, yeah, you're going to start doing things that are healthier for yourself. And you're going to see a big change, big change. Because if you are in a low vibration, you don't want to take care of yourself. You don't like yourself. You know, you hate yourself. You're going to sit on the couch all day, you know, drink a bunch of vodka. I don't know, watch TV all day completely, right? In low vibration. Like, those are low vibrational activities. So do you, do you think, like, things like drinking kind of contribute to uh, bringing people down to lower vibrations? Yes, I think, I mean, I drink too, socially. I try not to drink too much. But I do think that drinking is a lower vibrational activity. So really what this is, is it's kind of like taking a deep lifestyle change and looking at all the different things that you're doing and completely reshaping yourself as a person. Yes, it's being very aware. But it's also just, number one, really knowing what do you want. What exactly do you want? You know, if it's love that you want, then you have to do everything you can to put yourself in that love frequency. You actually have to believe it. If it's happiness and peace that you want, then you will do anything you can to get peace. See, for me, it's peace and joy. And so I meditate every day. That's why I get peace every day. So like we mentioned earlier, so many people have those superficial beliefs where they're like, oh, I need more money or I need a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it may be or find the spouse and the love of my life. How do you kind of like move away from those? um, How how do you get to the next layer and move past that superficial need for like money to find the underlying um, thing that you're kind of looking for? See, whenever you're looking for something external to fulfill you, that means you're in lack. You're not a whole person, right? You're missing something. You're trying to find something to fill a void. But that will never, ever fill that void until you, as a person, like, for yourself, find out how to fill that void within, you know, and that's going to come from your own thoughts, your own thoughts and your own emotions. Because even if you get the house, you get the wife, you get, you know, the million dollars. Like, you know, a lot of people who have everything they want, but internally, they're still battling a lot of issues. Right? Yeah. So, ultimately, you can be, see, and then, but then you have people in several countries who have nothing, but they're so happy. So, everything yeah. is an inner experience. Right? So, and you have no excuses. Yeah. Like, that's your own experience. So basically, it's going out there and discovering exactly which experience it is that will kind of make you most fulfilled. So does that kind of go through like a self-discovery phase where you kind of reflect back on your happiest moments? No. See, I I don't dwell on the past. Everything starts from right now. Like everything I do right now is just to enjoy this present moment, just to, you know, bask in this like, you know, appreciation of like this beautiful world, like counting my blessings, you know, because like you're not your past. Your past doesn't define you. Like everything you have right now, you can start creating it right now. 
nothing is stopping you from creating a new life, a new you, a new vision, a new mentality. Like right now, nothing is stopping you but, but yourself. Cool. So it's all about really getting focused yeah. in the now and really discovering exactly yeah. what it is that you kind of want to do. Yes, but I think you have to really pinpoint that. Like a million dollars, what is that going to create for you? Happiness? Joy? What is it? Right? Ask yourself that. So in the end, is it is it a million dollars that's going to create that for you? Or, you know, or is it just that you are already feeling that? Right? Yeah. You can already force yourself to feel that way by not focusing on what you're lacking. By already saying, I already feel like a million dollars, and then you will attract that million dollars. But if you're saying, I don't have a million dollars until I have a million dollars, then I'll be happy, you'll never find your happiness. Because then you're counting on something external, right, to heal yeah. you, to fill that void. And even once you get it, you will still not feel happy because you know what? You never worked on yourself. You never developed the skills, the internal skills to control your mind, to, you know, be aware of your emotions, to really have a long-term behavior, like pattern change. It's all emotional patterning. Cool. So if anyone's listening mm-hmm. and anyone tuned into this entire episode, uh, Saren and I have a challenge for you today. And that challenge is to go out there and stop thinking about all the external factors and really hone in on exactly where you are today and exactly what it is that you want. And go out there to really make a decision today um, start to clear your mind, start to get out of the past and out of the future, get right now into the present and really go and do a deep dive on exactly <laughs> what it is that you want to do. Count your blessings. And, yes. and what it is that you kind of want to be fulfilled with. So with that, you could go out there and completely reshape your life. So in 21 days from now, uh, if you go out there and practice these things that Saren's been talking about, you could really make the marks to really go out there and completely reshape your life. Now, if you want to go out there and find Saren online, you could always go to ce.ryn on Instagram to go and find her. You can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. And um, if you want to reach out to me or anything like that, you can always find me at hello at leonardkim.com and visit influencetree.com to learn more about the services that we offer. And we'll be seeing you again next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.